Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human Podcast, a podcast created to help you get out of your head and into your life. That is, if you want to have more fun, freedom, happiness, peace of mind, and success whilst squeezing the juice out of every area of your life. Join Jackie Ford every Thursday and listen in to her warm Scottish tones, wise heart and wonderful sense of humour as she interviews guests and discusses what it means to be unashamedly human. Hi everyone and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast. My name is Jackie Ford and thank you so much for tuning in and listening to yet another episode of what it means to be unashamedly human. I haven't published a podcast over the last couple of weeks, mainly because I didn't really want to put anything out there in an interview format. And I've been busy with clients and I knew that I wanted to create something from me, from my heart. Um, And as many of you know who've been following me, um, my eldest daughter, Megan, um, during this COVID pandemic has been pregnant uh, for the very first time. And it's been a very interesting journey, not only for her, but also for us as a family, um, navigating the twists and turns of not being together, yet wanting to be together and recognizing the suffering that is there and exists in wanting something to be one way when there is no way that it can be anything but the way it is and that's been a huge learning for all of us and I know we're all incredibly grateful for it. You, well those of you who who are my friends on Facebook or you are part of my email community or you're part of my Unashamedly Human Facebook page community, will know that my daughter um, had a, a, a beautiful baby over 10 weeks ago. Um, mother and baby are doing well. Um, and uh, the baby's breastfeeding just, just beautifully, which, you know, as a, a mama who's just watched her baby have her baby, Um, And as a qualified midwife and nurse, seeing my daughter breastfeed her daughter so beautifully, uh, oh God, it's it's, it's indescribable, the feeling of that gorgeous circle of, of life. What I wanted to do today was to talk to you about something that I'm going to call pressing the pause. And it's a story of um, yet another of life's adventures that happened um, not so long ago. It was a a bank holiday Monday a couple of weeks ago. And and I started the day with, with spiritual learning as I kind of set my intentions for the day. The weather was just absolutely beautiful and the sun was shining as Jerry and I sat in the garden. I was sipping my tea and I got a phone call that really turned my calm state of mind into a tornado of fear-based thoughts. As I said, my eldest daughter Megan gave birth just over 10 weeks ago, or sorry, 10 days ago, to a beautiful big bundle of joy. Her labour was quick, um, but there were some complications immediately after the baby was born that, that had an impact on Megan. 
So she was kept in hospital for a few days, um, but eventually came home and established her breastfeeding with her daughter Ailey almost effortlessly. And everything just looked as though it was progressing normally. And my phone rang and it was my son-in-law. My daughter had fainted and was having further postnatal complications that required um, an emergency hospital admission. An ambulance took her to hospital alone because her baby and her husband weren't allowed to go with her due to this, this global pandemic. I could hear the, peer, the fear and the panic in his voice as he tried to keep it together. And I could only imagine how he felt. He told me that he would call once the tests were completed and he knew more. And as you all recognise, I, I couldn't travel to be with them. I'm not allowed to travel. And at this particular stage in lockdown, I wasn't allowed to do anything except do my shopping. So the mum and her baby have been separated. And me as a mum and my baby, who was suffering, had been separated too. I was sitting in my garden, sipping my tea, enjoying the sunshine, but then fell into a completely different state of mind. I felt nauseated. My mind kept going to dark places. I can't travel. I couldn't travel to see her. And I had tears falling from my eyes. My breathing became shallow. And it sped up. I could see and notice what was happening to me. I know, and I knew how to get myself into a clearer state of mind, yet I didn't. Wisdom guided me to stay there for a few minutes longer, and it was as though I needed to see the darkness play out before I could settle and soothe my soul with what is, what was. I had innocently fallen into the content of my egoic thinking. Thoughts such as, I'm her mum, she's my daughter, I'm a trained midwife, I need to help her, she needs me. I can't stay here and do nothing. The baby's breastfeeding and she won't be able to feed. I hate this pandemic. She's all alone, she'll be petrified. I hate that she's having to experience this. What if she dies? Oh my God, she might die. I'm stuck here. I'm useless. I closed my eyes and I took several deep breaths. I could hear the birds singing and the warmth of the sun and the coolness of the gentle breeze caress my skin. My breathing began to slow down and my mind eventually became quiet again. I got a glimpse a glimpse of what is, what was. And I could see that I had innocently, yet again, fallen into the content of my egoic thinking. Now, many people think the ego is the enemy. It's not. It's just a conceptual idea of who we think we are. 
whether you use that to beat yourself up or whether you use that to sort of inflate yourself, it's, you know, two sides, same coin, it's ego, it's intellectual, conceptual idealization of, of who you think you are, which is never a truth. It's fluid. And when you recognize that that train of thought, that's the space it's coming from. It makes it much easier to notice. I had all these ideas and beliefs and concepts and stories of who I am to Megan, what I wanted to be able to do to help her, my professional qualifications, the fact that I'm her mother and I should be able to do more, that I hated the restrictions that this current pandemic have on me and my family in that moment. And yet, and yet, I could suffer in that space or I could just let go and see exactly what was happening to me as it happened. It was a really, really beautiful experience in amongst the, the circumstances. Yet again, to be reminded of how easy it is just to fall into the content of thought and not to see the true source. People talk about it is looking upstream, upstream to the source of your experience, which gives you this elevated impression of consciousness. It helps you see things more clearly rather than being stuck in the content, which is kind of like being in the basement. There are no windows there. You spin around and around and around, especially when you're in a lower state of mind and, and you're panicking about something. Megan was admitted to hospital and required a blood transfusion and an operation. Over the couple of days that she was in hospital where I still couldn't visit her, I still couldn't do anything, it was really interesting how mind took over. That greater intelligence told me she was going to be okay. And whilst other people I knew were panicking, I knew she was going to be okay. And I can't for the life of me tell you why I knew that, except I did. And we all have these experiences of recognising everything's okay. Right now, everything is okay. So mother and baby were reunited in hospital and Megan, you know, started to establish her breastfeeding again and was, was fortunate that such a, a lovely nurse helped her continue with that. She had a horrible experience. She didn't have the birthing or the pregnancy experience she had hoped to have had. 
she she didn't have the labour experience she ought to have had and she didn't have that immediate postpartum experience she wanted to have either. And that sucks. Don't get me wrong, that sucks. And it sucks that I wasn't able to go and help her and be with her and, and do everything I wanted to do. But everything was okay. She's okay. The baby is okay and they're home now. And they're learning. <laughs> Little babies don't sleep very much. And you know that they have to find their natural rhythm together. And she's okay with that. She recognises when she's tired. She recognises when she needs to rest. She's learning. She's not afraid of that experience. And I learned very deeply and very significantly, yet again, another layer was peeled away. There is a label Mother, a label that can cause suffering, can cause pain, especially when we attach story to that label. And the significant thing here is I may be Megan's mother, but we are both souls navigating our human journey. And the less I put on that label, the more I'm able to stay in this gorgeous, loving space of neutrality to support her and to support me. So that whole experience for me and for her was like pressing pause. There was this space to see something new, to become more conscious, more aware, to acknowledge that there are things in life that suck, that just are rubbish. You just wish they wouldn't happen. But at the same time, they're part of our evolution. They're part of our growth. And surely that's beneficial to helping us shed the stories and the fears and the conceptual ideas that we have that can imprison us. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast and I look forward to recording for you guys very soon. Until then, Take care. Could be larger than life